Welcome to the Civil War Regiments podcast, here to provide you with the reading of accounts of the common soldiers of the American Civil War, giving insight into the daily lives of the soldiers through diaries and more. The primary source of these entries are from the outstanding Time Life series, Voices of the Civil War. Today's account is from Voices of the Civil War, Chickamauga, an entry by Chaplain William Lyle of the 11th Ohio Infantry. A veteran of 2nd Bull Run, South Mountain, and Antietam, Lyle wrote that the roar of battle at Chickamauga was worse than all three of those battles combined. Here, the chaplain offers a journalist's account of her prayer before the fighting broke out. At eight o'clock, our regiment formed in line of battle and took position on the brow of a hill about two miles north of Gordon's Mills and near the Chattanooga Road. By this time, the engagement had become general and troops were rushing forward rapidly. Feeling anxious to have one more opportunity of speaking a word of encouragement to the soldiers who were about to enter into the very jaws of death, many of whom, perhaps, would never hear words of prayer upon earth again. I rode up to Colonel Lane and asked just for five minutes' time to pray with them before going into action. Certainly was his instant reply. I wish you would have services. I think there will be time. Another pen must describe the scene as witnessed by others on the morning of that eventful day. Says a correspondent. General Turchin's Brigade of Reynolds' Division, Thomas's Corps, consisting of the 11th Ohio, Colonel Lane, the 36th Ohio, Colonel Jones, the 92nd Ohio, Colonel Fearing, and the 18th Kentucky, Lieutenant Colonel Millward, took position on a low spur of the ridge near the Chattanooga Road and in the rear of a tannery. Before the skirmishers were deployed, a scene occurred with the 11th, which for sublimity and moving power has been seldom surpassed. The chaplain rode up in front of the line, and the colonel gave an order, which on being executed, formed the regiment in two divisions, with the chaplain in the center. Without dismounting, he addressed the troops in a clear, loud voice that sounded strangely amid the loud explosions of the artillery and the rattle of musketry. It is but little I can do for you, said he, in the hour of battle, but there is one thing I will do. I will pray for you. And there are thousands all over the land praying for you this morning, and God will hear them. You must now pray too, for God is the hearer of prayer. And if this is the last time I shall ever speak to you, or if these are the last words of Christian comfort you will ever hear, I want to tell you, dear comrades, that God loves you. I pray God to cover your heads today in the battle storm. I pray that he may give you brave hearts and strong hands today. Be brave. Be manly. Remember the dear old flag and what it covers. And if any of you feel uncertain as to your future, look to the Savior who died for you. And if any of you fall this day in battle, may you not only die as brave soldiers for your country, but die as soldiers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Instantly, every head was uncovered and bowed in reverence, 
while hands were clasped on rifles, the bayonets on which were gleaming in the morning sun. The flag pierced and rent on a dozen battlefields, was drooped, and strange but glorious sound on a battlefield. The voice of prayer was heard. When the chaplain closed, he raised himself in his saddle, waved his hat two or three times around his head, exclaiming, God bless you today, dear comrades, and make you strong and brave. Strike for liberty and union, strike for God and humanity, and may our battle-torn flag lead to victory this day. God's presence be with you, comrades. A low murmuring amen was heard from the ranks as the chaplain closed. Major General Reynolds and staff passed along the lines during the services, but halted when they came to the 11th. With uncovered head, the general rode up close to the regiment and remained till the conclusion of the brief services. At the moment they were concluded, he uttered a hearty amen, which had a thrilling effect. Grasping the chaplain's hand and shaking it warmly, while a tear glistened on his cheek, he was heard to exclaim, Sir, I am glad I was here to join with you, and instantly rode off, followed by his staff. This acknowledgment of religious principle on the part of General Reynolds had a very happy effect. Scarcely five minutes elapsed till the entire brigade moved forward and engaged the enemy. Chaplain William Lyle, 11th Ohio Infantry.